We have a great episode for you today. Today, we are talking with Evie Brooks, who is the owner of My Panama Vacation Realty. And uh, we're talking about real estate investing, but not just any type of real estate investing. It's outside of the US. So she's going to walk us through how you do it, how you start thinking through the process and all the different types of ways that you could be doing this. Uh, so she's got a lot of knowledge that she shares with us that we found very interesting. Yeah, and she's been, I've been doing this for quite some time. So uh, it, it, she's just extremely interesting to listen to when it comes to this topic. By the way, uh, most people do listen to our podcast on our website, which is great. But you'll notice now there's a big red button that says subscribe here. If you click on that button, you're going to see a couple different places that you can subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes so you can listen on your iPhone. You can subscribe on Spotify where you can listen anywhere. And the beauty behind that is you can actually listen to it while you're on your phone, uh, while you're in the car. It just makes it super easy. You don't have to sit at a computer. So please do that. That certainly helps us, helps our show. Uh, we hope it helps you. Make sure you get the episodes as soon as they come out. So please take advantage of that. If you would like to have a conversation with Merce and I, we are glad to do so on the website, top right-hand corner. There's a button there that says 15-minute complimentary phone conversation. You click on that. Our calendar comes right up. You can schedule that, and we're glad to answer any questions you have when it comes to preparing for and living throughout retirement. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast this week. Uh, Merce and I told you that we will try uh, to bring a, on guests from time to time that we think can add great value as you are trying to plan for and live throughout retirement. And today we have a very, a very interesting topic and a very interesting person to be able to discuss this with us, Evie Brooks. So Evie, first of all, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us today and sharing with us some of the things that you're involved in. Thank you, right on. And I appreciate you guys having me on. Great, so the, the topic, uh, today is this idea of why would we want to invest in real estate in another country or another place instead of doing it here in the United States? And what are the good reasons to do that? That's kind of the, the context of what we're talking about. And I know that you have a, uh, a large amount of what you do is in Panama. So we're going to get all into this. But I guess just to get us started, we, we want to get a little bit of your background. How did you get into real estate after you got out of college? How did that happen for you? It just was a fluke. I was pregnant with my first child unexpectedly and was way sicker than anybody should be. I was 87 pounds at six months. And so um, for this first six months, first uh, two trimesters, I did not work at all. And then I started having enough energy from chocolate milk and fresh fruit 
to be able to get a job. And one of my girlfriends said, I can get you a job that has maternity benefits, even though I was already pregnant. And so I went to start in commercial real estate management and asset management in Atlanta, Georgia, right off of North Druid Hills. And um, I have never looked back since. I've been in it ever since. I stayed in corporate America for four years. I left there, went out on my own, and I've been on my own ever since. Very nice. And so the idea, so real estate investing in general, I would think could bring some anxiety and and just because it, it's a, it's a big commitment buying up real estate and hoping that either the the asset grows or that you can get spend some in, income off of that asset. So it's a whole different ball game for a lot of people. But then, uh, and I think we'll get to this. But you took it to a next level, which is not just inside the U.S. but outside of the U.S., which is I can only imagine has a whole lot of. Uh, different nuances and things that you need to be thinking about and knowing the area and everything like that. So we'll get into that. But I know that you also, um, and you may still currently uh, work as a trainer for the Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad, which we know is a book that teaches about uh, growing wealth and and good practices there. So tell us a little bit about that. No, I don't teach with them anymore. In 2014, I left the organization, but I was teaching with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad organization from 2003 until 2014. And I love it because I am truly an educator at heart. Uh, That's what I love doing is teaching people how to have success in business. And real estate just happens to be the vehicle that I chose from very early on. And um, I ended up in that industry simply by, again, another fluke, a friend of mine that was teaching with them called and said, you need to come over here. And I was absolutely not interested at all. My business was going great. My real estate investing was going wonderful. And um, he just just kept on, just kept on pestering me about it. And so I said, if I will come and listen one time, will you leave me alone? And that's what happened. I went to a weekend event, a a three-day elite training event for the Robert Kiyosaki organization. And I was sitting there in the back of the room the whole time going, I can teach this class better than that person that's up there teaching it. And that's how I got started. And so I really enjoyed my time doing that. I loved doing it, had thousands of students all over the place. And I had the the fortune of of getting the assignment in Costa Rica. And that's how I got into the expat market investing internationally. And that was a great experience and a great run in in Costa Rica until 2008. So when 2008 hit, Costa Rica got squashed because it's a tourism only country. And I held on and held on until 2012 when I finally crossed the border and went to Panama. And Panama is not a tourism only country. In fact, tourism ranks number five or number six on the the list of the economic factors or, or revenue producing incomes um, that produce the strong GDP that they have in Panama. And so that's how, how I ended up in Panama. So let's talk about that. It's quite interesting. So when you, when you think about this idea of going to Panama or going anywhere else and saying, I'm going to either move there or I'm going to invest in real estate there, it begs the question, why is it that you feel, obviously you feel Panama is a a great place to invest. So let's let's ask the question, why is Panama such a great place to invest? Why Panama? That is a great question. And it's one that I get a lot. Um, And after looking at many different countries and and researching different countries to, to represent from all the way from you know, Belize to Croatia to Ecuador to, of course, Costa Rica, the Dominican Republic, um, even Brazil. I, I visited Brazil and spent a lot of time there. I chose Panama because there's a number of reasons. First of all, the GDP has been so strong for so long. Starting in um, after 2008, the GDP ran an average about six and a half percent, all the way up to 11 percent per year, um, actually over 11 percent. 
Uh, of course, we got hit with Corona like everybody else in 2000, 2020, um, but they are, re, you know, reestablished and restored and they're projecting over 9% GDP this year in, in Panama. So that's the one thing. But you, of course, you got the Panama Canal. Well, the Panama Canal is going to continue to operate no matter what happens. And that is a very important route of transportation to get service, uh, goods, goods all over the world. And so that is just a key component that's never going to go away. Then we've also got the Cobre copper mines in Panama, which were discovered years ago, um, just a huge vein of copper in Panama, in the, in, in the interior of Panama, that just about two years before um, COVID hit, they had started actually mining the copper and pulling it out after years of preparing and getting ready for that. And they are projecting that for the next 40 years, the Cobre copper mines will actually bring in more revenue into the country of Panama than the Panama Canal itself. Mm. So between the two of those, and then you have the trickle down effect of the requirements of all the needs for everything from housing to commercial office space to you know cars and food and everything else, you have a booming a booming opportunity there. Yeah, that that all sounds good. How's the healthcare there? We we uh, I'll tell you a quick story before you answer. We uh, just spoke with uh, someone the other day, uh, and uh, they, they he was born and raised in like the Croatia area back then. It was Yugoslavia. And it split up into a bunch of different places, but um, was in the U.S. for a while. Uh, long story short, they had to get some dental work done, and they were quoted basically somewhere around twenty-four thousand to get it done in the U.S. by the dentist. Um, or what they decided was go back to Croatia and get it done for somewhere in the round. I think the number was maybe around three or four thousand dollars to get the same work done. So how is it over there in Panama? Because we kind of you kind of hear these stories about. Our, our healthcare system being a little expensive and you can get just as good care in other places outside the U.S. So how's it over there? That is absolutely true. Um, in fact, we are working on preparing a medical tourism side of our business in, in uh, Panama because uh, we do um, have a lot of people that come into Panama for medical care. There are two Johns Hopkins affiliated hospitals in, uh, in Panama called Pacifica Salud. One of them is brand new. It was just built in the Costa del Este area. And um, the medical costs that you can find, let's just assume you're talking dollars for dollars and no insurance. Um, you can anticipate that you're going to pay somewhere between 20 to 35 percent of what you would pay in the United States for those same services. Everything from dental to cosmetic, you know, to, um, you know, joint replacements to whatever. So you've got, you've got good hospitals. We call them the American hospitals, which are the John Hopkins hospitals. And then you've got great opportunities. Now you can also get wonderful insurance plans that are international insurance plans. That's what I have. And mine is through a company called Cigna. And um, I pay less for it than I would for just a regular policy here in the United States, but it covers me in every country that I travel to in mm. the world. And my deductibles are lower and my prescriptions are lower. Now I have to be outside of the country six months and one day every year. But for COVID, they um, waived that, that one requirement. So I was able to do whatever I needed to do in the United States. I'm not very sick, so I don't have a whole lot of doctor bills. But um, they did waive that, that, uh, you know, that requirement in the United States for that period of time. It's just a wonderful policy. Nice. So you gave us a really good reason uh, as far as like when we ask you why invest in in Panama. So can you now tell us the how? Like how do you, like how do you make money investing in real estate in, in Panama? Well, of course, you've got um, short-term rentals, long-term rentals, vacation rentals. 
Um, you've got pre-construction opportunities. You've got government subsidized housing programs. Like, for example, nobody knows what that means. The government is building 150,000 small, 500, 600 square feet, um, typically 50 to 60 meter um, type um, homes for Panamanians. They're giving the up and coming generation of Panamanians or anybody that has not qualified for home ownership before the opportunity with a preferred interest rate, typically less than 2%. Um, to be able to get into these homes with virtually no money down, $500 is all they have to put down, and get into these homes to have home ownership. Um, and they need 150,000 of them right now in the country. And so the government subsidizes the developers to do this. And one of our developers that we work with, because we bring so much business to them for the high-end, inexpensive, high, you know, high-rise, La Maison-like, uh, the, the Fendi building and the Armani buildings and the use, the YOOs, the high-end projects. We do so many millions of dollars of business with them for that, that I insisted that they give us a little gravy on the side for these small projects too, because a lot of people are just looking for a real secure project. And these are very simple. It's a 50 or $65,000 investment. You are guaranteed 11% return on your money. You're gonna be in between two to two and a half years on one of these projects. You're in, you're out. You never take possession of the property, but the property is collateral. Everything's uh, non-recourse if you do loans, but these are not loans. You're just investing in that property. And you get the, you get paid that 11% every year twice, six uh, at six months and at 12 months, five and a half percentage each time. So you see returns on your investments right away. Then you have, of course, your cap rates. Uh, you have your rental uh, return on investments. Typically, five or seven, eight, nine percent is the typical range that you see for that. Um, we have pre-construction where you get in and you get out at construction when it's finished. So you get in when it starts and you get out in about three years, four years, five years at the most. Um, and you look at typically making somewhere around anywhere from 20 to 35 percent on an annual basis with those types of projects. And of course, none of these can be guaranteed because we do not have a crystal ball and we don't know what tomorrow holds except for the government subsidized program at 11%. Um, so these are just all the different types of projects that we have. We do everything with our company from A to Z, from helping you learn how to get your visas to bringing your animals to furnishing your apartments or your condos to um, property management, to buying a car, to anything that you need. It's just a turnkey program and we educate our investors. That's what we are doing is educating them on how to invest internationally, how to become an expat or accomplish whatever their goals are. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, Get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Gotcha. So uh, you listed off a bunch of different options and, and ways that you can get into the real estate side, whether it's whether it's really just fronting some of the money for, for a cash flow back and a return of what you put in, or or maybe owning property and going down the rental line as well. Um, so my question is, how, how do you even uh, get to a comfort level of doing this? I guess, you know, one, one notion is you could go out there and you could go walk around and try and tour around and find stuff yourself, that seems like it would be next to impossible to do. Another one is maybe you kind of partner with someone that knows the area really well, 
And then I guess what you're kind of talking about, what your company does is does a lot of the work for you and a lot of the handholding for you to make it, you know, as smooth as possible. So, um, how, how do, how does anyone start this whole process? Well, we, that's what we're here for is for people to come through to us and let us walk through the process with them. Um, we do private tours, uh, with, uh, in, you know, people that's looking to invest and we have basically three types of investors. You have those that's becoming expats, expatriates. They're wanting to get a residency or a citizenship in another country. Um, those that want a plan B or what I call a bug out plan, they're in a country where they feel like um, they may not want to stay there permanently, um, they want to get out. Um, and so uh, those people, a lot of times are planning in advance and they use it for a rental in the process until they need it or want to be there. And then you have those that are looking just to diversify their investments. They're looking um, to have real estate in a different country, a different location, and move some of their funds offshore. Now, we work with people from around the world, from Austria, Australia, you know, Israel, South Africa, of course, Canada, all over the place. Um, the majority of our, of our market is North America because that's where I do most of my marketing. But um, we have people that find us from around the world all the time. And um, they're wanting to, uh, so many people, especially during the COVID period, wanted to relocate some of their liquid funds and get them outside of their home country just to feel more secure. So diversifying their, those real estate portfolios, we've had a lot of that. And that's our three primary. Of course, we have, you know, families that's wanting to move there, just to explore, you know, that kind of thing. So you've got all kinds of stuff, but those are the three primary. And being able to invest in Panama is simple if you if you know where to go and you know who to contact and we have the whole power team we have everybody from attorneys to accountants to you know drivers to whatever you need already established and in place and do you have to use ours no um, we give you referrals of who we use and you're welcome to use those but what i have done is i've vetted everybody from the developers all the way down to the you know the attorneys and um, if if I find that any of the power team members ever overcharge one of our clients, they are one and done. They don't get a, a strike two or a strike three. And I have literally gone through 10 attorneys in uh, 10 years. I, get, I went there in 2012 and I've told them, you give me a price. This is what you're going to charge. If I find out that you charge any of my clients more than that, then you're done. And it's happened nine times. Now, the attorney I have now, I've had for two years and I haven't had that problem, but you've just got to be careful when you go into another country. And that's why we feel like you're going to spend a lot of money for your education one way or the other. Do it the right way and you won't spend near what you would what you would lose if you try to figure this out on your own. Because when you come into that country, they see gringo and they see do dollar signs. And yeah. um, so you have to just be cautious and careful about that. And so we work with the largest, the oldest, the, the most um, financially secure developers in Panama. We've worked out deals with them where we have projects that are below fair market value. Now, we don't get anywhere typically three, five to seven percent of any particular project because obviously they can't sell at those prices. But because of the amount of business that we bring to them, they give us incredible deals that just walking in off the street, you are not going to get, you're not going to know about, you're not going to have access to. Um, you have to go through our program to be able to get those. Um, you have the U.S.-based dollar um, economy there, um, which is um, something that gives a, a lot of people comfort. Um, you do not have to speak the language. It is non-recourse loans. The developers have put together developer financing programs so they don't have to go through the bank. So you don't even have to have a, a, a good FICO score. You don't have to have a tax return. You don't have to have the kitchen sink. You don't have to have anything except sign a contract, and send your deposit. And we try to we try to leverage those investments so that they're putting down 10%, 20%, or 30% maximum. 
And that way people are able to leverage instead of paying, let's say $250,000 for one property, they can pay $50,000 for five properties and have five times the revenue, the income, the appreciation, the forced appreciation, those types of things. So let's talk a little bit about the, we talked about this idea we talked about investment and you mentioned in your in your what you've explained this idea of somebody relocating. So let's go with this idea that somebody wants to relocate and obviously, you know, let's let's just talk in the terms of where we are right now. We're in the United States, a person's thinking about retiring, but then they've hear about this idea if they relocate somewhere else wherever that might be, it could potentially be more affordable. So could you kind of give us maybe some comparables of maybe what what it what a person might need here uh, to to live and and co uh, compare that to what it would cost to live in Panama. Okay, well, I mean, you've got a you've got a, a wide spectrum there, everything from A to Z because um you can go in and live like the Panamanians and live on a shoestring, truly. But most Americans don't want to do that. They want to have the standard of living that they're accustomed to but maybe just downsize or maybe um, they don't mind paying 200 or $250 a square foot for a, a, a condominium on the ocean that's all marble and everything's top of the line, you know, magnificent views and beautiful. Or you may want somebody, you may have somebody that's looking for, you know, a property that's only 700 square feet and they're paying $175,000 for that. Um, so it depends on the individual and that being an oceanfront property. It, it depends on the individual person what they want, but you can live very, very comfortably for $2,000, $2,500 a month. And of course, if you live in properties, you know, I, I live in a beautiful building right on the Panama Canal overlooking the ocean um, and just have magnificent views. And the, the building is just absolutely, you know, marble wall to wall and floor to ceiling in the bathrooms and stuff like that, just gorgeous. Um, so my cost is going to be higher. It's going to be um, much less than what you would what you would find in comparable type of locations in Miami and Los Angeles and in Ontario or Montreal or you know, Chicago or you know some of these other places. So your costs are typically going to be anywhere from half to typically you're looking at three to five times less than what you would find in those major cities for comparable type of projects. So it depends on the individual and what they really want. Well, that sounds very attractive, I would say. Um, and uh, I think you've given us a lot here. I think you, the listeners have gotten a lot to think about if they've ever been interested in trying to go outside of the U.S. for real estate. Um, it seems like you're a good resource here. So if someone is interested to learn more about you, your company, and, and how it all works, uh, how, do they, how do they reach out to you or how do they find you? Well, there's two ways. Um, EvBrooksPanama.com is uh, just an opt-in page. It's got a little short video on there and it tells about what's going on with Panama and what's happening. And, and then when they fill out that opt-in, if they're interested in having a, a, a private conversation with me, I will have a 30 minute conversation with them. Number one, to see if this really is right for them, what they're looking for, if it fits into their plan of action. And then if so, we continue to move forward and we will create a full business plan with them based on what they're wanting to accomplish with their real estate investing. Um, and then if you want to just go to the website, it's mypanamavacationrealty.com. And it has a lot of pictures and information about the mentorship program and, um, you know, the rental properties, some of the rental properties that we have in our portfolio, just a lot about the business as a whole. Well, we will make sure that we put both of those. And you did say evbrooks.com. Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, evbrookspanama.com. Uh, evbrookspanama.com. So that way we'll make sure that that and the other is as well uh, in all of the show notes on our website so that people, if they decide that they want to go 
uh, check you out, they'll be able to do so. Uh, but it has been very, very enlightening. And we certainly appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and our listeners this uh, very interesting and, di and different way of dealing with retirement. Well, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.